my podcast. It's not your podcast. So take your opinion and shove it up your butthole. Because I don't care what you say on the internet. This podcast was made by me. podcast what is going on my fellow schwoke lords what is up what is going on with you today it is your boy sam schwegler aka Sweezy, back at it and again with the worst podcast on the internet the schwegcast thank you so much for listening to today's show i'm happy you're here happy you're listening and happy you exist for the most part i haven't met some of you but uh for the most part i like most of you but uh, anyways thank you so much today we got andrew and the apple on the show today they're really really cool guys to talk to and i mean you have to listen to the show to actually get on what's going on with that. But yeah, it's really cool. Other really cool guys, three guys who met working at the Apple store. And so a lot of cool things. It's why I, I kind of did some detective work and put the, the Apple and Andrew and the Apple is from working at the Apple store together. So I'm a little bit of a detective, but uh, that's who I am. That's just who I am. But anyways, we have a good show today. We talk about a lot of cool things. Um, when and where you should wash your hands. That's a good one. Um, we talk about, you know, them working at the Apple store, some fun times there. But we also try not to get political. That's one thing we did today. We're staying schwoke today on the Schwedcast. And schwoke is how we have been. But really cool. Really cool guys right now. Um, me personally, I have been just you know, just hanging out, doing some cool stuff, working on the album. Um, we have a date. So, yep, yeah, that's cool. Just got to finish some things before deadline. But I think we're going to be good. We're going to be really good there. And a lot of cool things, though. Uh, so I like that Taylor Swift stuff. Everyone give me your opinions on that because I still haven't decided where I stand on it. Because at one point is she signed a deal with a record label and with Big Machine, nonetheless. And I think they're just they're kind of just to business in my opinion but then you know she signed she purposely did that but then at the same time i'm very like you know the artist should be able to keep their materials so love to hear what you guys have to say that hit me up on instagram or uh facebook or i'm on twitter i don't know if i'll see it but you can try i'm always down to see that but yeah tell me your thoughts on that twitter um or on the taylor swift uh, and, and Scooter Braun, I think his name is. Uh, it's very interesting because I'm not sure whose side I should take. I I do know taking out business all on that end. I think Taylor should have the right to her music. But then again, she decided to be on a record label. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see uh, where this goes. Uh, hopefully I get my boy Timmy on the show. We're going to talk soon about about that Pacifically or Eastern and Pacifically depending on where you live or who you are as a person. But anyways, I don't want to keep too much of your time today. Uh, it's a pretty long episode, so I do want to get to uh, the convo with Andrew and the Apples, the Apple Boys, Bobby and Scotty. So let's just get to the sponsors of today's show. 
This episode is sponsored by Honey. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in the description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo codes, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It is 100% free, and at no point will you have to pay for it at all with microtransactions. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free using the link in the description of this episode. And start saving money using Honey. Absolutely free. And you support the Shwedcast and you become an honorary Shwoke Lord, which by far is the best honor you can possibly get. Next, we actually have a new sponsor today for the Shwedcast. This episode is also brought to you by Weebly. At this point in time, having a website for your business, band, photography, or just for personal use is very critical. The thing is, website design is super difficult, which I am slowly learning and slowly confused by. But with Weebly, you can create a beautiful and stunning website that will attract everyone and anyone who sees it. Create a website using one of the already made templates or create your own custom design with their easy-to-use platform. Using the link in the description is the best way to do it because that will support this show. That way you can create a stunning website using Weebly. So if you're not using Weebly, you need to be using Weebly. If you have a website, you need to switch to Weebly. If you don't have a website, you need to create one. And how are you going to create that with Weebly? Go check out the link in the description of this episode to create that wonderful website using Weebly today. So let's get on to the show with Andrew in the Apple and as my boy Garth would say, if this is truly a conversation... And I say, let the conversation begin. just like hot always yep and sticky hands and humid yeah yep. gross <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of yeah it's like i hear like people like don't mind the temperature out here yeah i well i i grew up in hermitage and you kind of just get numb to it but then i moved away for like five years and came back and i'm just like wow this sucks <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah well i'm from kansas so it's like humid all the time oh but yeah. like then you get like cold forever so you're like oh i wish it was hot i wish it was cold yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so now it's just hot all the time whatever season it isn't that's what you wish it is yeah and then like when there's ice out i'm like it's actually pretty nice to drive around here because no one else is on the road right and to me well i what i hate about the summer yeah sure it's hot outside but every building you go in is freezing cold and you've got yeah, short yeah, sleeves yeah. on, so I actually freeze more in the summer than I do right. in the winter. I never have that problem. <laughs> I'm also a little fella, so. Oh, okay. So. Andrew also can't gain weight even when he tries. So. Right, I've been trying for 28 years. You try yeah. uh, binge <laughs> drinking? I, maybe I should try that, because I haven't yet. <laughs> that's the, I think that's the key to gaining weight, okay. just binge drinking. All the beer. Have you heard of the Mickey Mantle gene? No. So it's like being like a binge or binge drinker, like a big alcoholic but still being able to do like marathons and baseball and stuff like that i would totally oh. be able to do that no no question 
I could handle that. Look, I'm starting to call th- it Mickey. The Mickey Mantle gene. Okay. I think because Mickey Mantle was like a raging alcoholic, and then he could just, uh, <laughs> just be the greatest baseball yeah. player of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh no, it's it's yeah. So I would totally, I totally think I might have that <laughs> because like you know when you just drink so much like you don't wake up with hangovers. Yep. Yeah, that's, I think I have that. <laughs> Once you reach that point, man, you've made it. You're, you're, and, I, you're, and then, like, one night you don't pink. drink, and then you wake up, and you're like, why do I feel better than usual? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, um, wow, this might be a good day. That reminds me of stories of, like, one of my friends runs the Boston Marathon every year, and there's, like, beer stands on the side of the marathon as you're running, so he'll just stop and grab a beer, and then he throws up, and then just keeps running. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's what I would do. Every yeah. time I go to the gym, I always want to, like, a drink. <laughs> yep. A great way to start off this exactly. conversation. We just met, and you're just like, you know, Let's talk you know, every about time alcohol. I every time yes. I work out, I I, I want to binge drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it also came me to my greatest idea of uh, start a bar and a gym in like one building. Yeah, and I'm gonna call it Heavyweights. <laughs> the this, movie. The name greatest. itself is like. You've seen I the like, movie, right? Heavyweights yeah, Heavyweights. Is just the fat it's, cam. It's one of the greats. God, I yeah. love that movie. It's a, Same. I love the Billy Bob Thornton um, uh, Bad News Bears because I always quote this one line like this kid's on the Atkins diet which was like keto before it was cool right yeah and so he's like I'm gonna eat as many hot dogs as I want no buns (laughs) (laughs) just like pounding down hot dogs (laughs) and no one ever gets that reference anytime I make it I wouldn't have got it unless you prefaced it so I know so I was like you don't remember a Bad News Bears with Billy Bob Thornton terrible movie but anyways you remember this weird reference from the movie yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, so yeah. You guys, Logic users too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you just being like the Apple Store. Yeah, we get it for free. So you get it for free. That's actually it, yeah. very convenient. Logic Final Cut. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Oh, that's actually cool. So that's like a perk. Yeah, one of the many perks would be in there. Yeah. The biggest yeah. perk is the 200 free gigs of iCloud space. Oh yeah. It's that's my favorite cool. perk of working at the Apple well, Store. Well, is that the biggest? Yes, it is. Okay, cool. We'll because that's it. the first thing that fills up every anytime you use an Apple device. The f- five free gigs runs out in like two weeks. Yeah, and yeah. You know, I, I eventually just like gave because the message itself was just getting annoying. So uh-huh. I just uh, was like, I'll oh, just pay the dollar a month for the fifty. <laughs> yeah, just, just give me the fifty gigs. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. It's a dollar. Yeah. I love it when people complain about that. It's like then I realize I'm like, people are just being petty. Like, yeah, well, it's all the time. Yeah. Can I say that? Yes, Never you can mind. say that. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Uh, we it's have to like walk on eggshells when we talk about Apple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love all of our customers. You're Absolutely. not petty at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh, you can talk bad about customers. They just can't bring their names up. Isn't that the rule? Or Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Well, I don't remember their names. I go home and forget. So. Yeah, I feel like most <laughs> yeah. places don't care. Talk about customers and, like, you just, like, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're not, like, bringing their names up. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all Logic users get it for free. I know it's kind of yeah. nice. People, people talk. Was, no one talks bad about Logic. That's one thing. No, no. I'll say I used Pro Tools all throughout college. That's what they taught it on. And then I literally got Logic one day, and I was like, "Wow, my life just got easier." Yeah, man. Been with it ever since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, it is. Yeah. So like the stock plugins come in, and they're, like they're pretty. They're really good yeah. for yeah. stock. Um, price for what you get the sound library the loops yeah i love the drum samples too like i have a i have an electric kit at home just for noise reasons 
but I plug that straight into my Mac and the samples sound awesome. Yeah. Like I love using some of those, you know. Oh yeah, um, I just upgraded to uh, Easy Drummer too, and like even like then I'm like you know you, I mean like I because I got away with using just the regular drums for a while. Yeah. yeah. And it worked. Yeah. Or twerked, whichever. Twerk, uh, yeah. Twerked, for sure. That's the preferred. Everybody's yeah. twerking for the weekend, as I like to say. That's right. Be true. But have you guys seen the uh, South Park, um, the Apple Genius? Oh, I'm an Apple Genius. Yes. That, that's how I'd act all yeah. the time. So here's, here's the thing about that. Bobby, is probably you've seen like every South Park episode there is. No, but I've definitely seen the Apple one. So he, he, I mean, you enjoy stuff like South Park. I've seen like two episodes my whole life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we became friends working at the Apple store. So... One of the first things he wanted to do was show me this episode of South Park. Human Sin iPad, man. The Human Sin iPad. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like my all I remember from South Park is that one episode. Yep. Because <laughs> we watched it a month ago, maybe. The Council of Geniuses. Yep. If you haven't seen it, y'all need to watch it. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's really good. The the Sin iPad is like it's like hey, just hi, right, we can unscrew tie you. Just sign this here. Look at her. Like oh. You fool! It will not learn. Why doesn't it read? <laughs> <laughs> Butter is just like, don't. Doesn't everyone read the yeah. terms of agreements? <laughs> no. No. Which is true. No one reads anything. And they go to the Apple Store to try to figure out how to get Kyle out of it, and they're like, "Do you know your Apple ID?" <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my my parents have iPads. I remember one time my dad like needed help downloading something. This was a while ago. I think he figured he's, he knows about it now, but uh, he's just like, okay, now you got to put in your Apple like password. He's like, I don't know that. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is what probably fifty percent of our day. Every People, other customer. Yeah. It's, it's pretty easy to reset that though. It should be yeah, if you it set it up. Yeah. In theory. I had my wife the other day, she texted me that she forgot her Apple ID password. I said, for all the times <laughs> that I come home and I say my day was horrible because all I did was tell people how to reset their Apple ID password, and then you go and do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? Yeah. The thing is, if you forget it, and you have to go to iforgot.apple.com, and you have to know your... You set up two security questions. Yeah. Right. The thing is, if you forget your passwords, you're probably the kind of person that's also going to forget the answer to your security questions. So... The best is because before you can get to the security questions, you have to put in your birthday. Right. And some <laughs> people put in the wrong birthday. Like, yeah, what I'm did like, you put in? You are hopeless. <laughs> when was I born? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I must have put my second cousin's birthday. I forgot. <laughs> my bad. Oh, what man. I love is like, it's all set up for security features. So if you don't have it, people are upset because their phone got stolen. Now somebody's using it or someone got their yeah. data. But then, when they forget their password, it's also your fault. And I'm like, you can't have it both ways. Surely, no, it's like the kind of people who no. don't lock have a lock on their phone too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, or yeah. password is zeros. The Kanye password, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that was the best part of that day. Was just yeah. Kanye's password. Absolutely. Because I think they actually signed like a good music law. Yeah, like, something with something, streaming. Yeah. It was actually a good law. Yeah. It's like the only thing Trump did good. I don't know if y'all are Republicans or not. Uh, Andrew, do you want to go down this road? Yeah, are we, yeah. Are we trying to get into politics? I, mean, I don't care. There's a, I mean, yeah, we don't care. I'm, I'm more, I'm more independent. Um, so that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I can't speak. Are you? Are any of you in the alt right? I would. If we I, tell you yes, like how? Do, like, I don't what know what's it? gonna happen. Well, I, I, I grew up in that family, so pretty mostly far right. So I have a lot of 
empathy for those kinds of people because I know a lot of them are not the stereotype. Mm-hmm. So, well, there's I a difference between like conservatives, people who just like vote conservative, and people on the far right. Yeah, yes, no, for I sure. I think definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think you grew up in an alt right family. Just a conservative. Alt right is more like white supremacists. Oh no, 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 no! You were <laughs> locked down on a pound, <laughs> pound. My wife's family did have some, or like her extended family did have some of that. So mm-hmm. I've been exposed to some of that, and it's like, wow, that's crazy. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We honestly, me and you have probably talked politics. I haven't, like Scotty, we haven't really talked much about no. politics, but yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd lean conservative. Okay. But I mean, oh. if we were talking like specific candidates, Trump was my last choice yeah. of conservative candidates in 2016. Most like Republicans you can, or conservatives you can like talk with, most likely didn't want Trump to. Yeah. Like those yeah. are the yeah. normal ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's what I. That's what I realized. Just like, you know, the normal ones probably didn't want Trump to begin with, so. Right. Yeah. So, but we're all white, so, you know, we have to tell other, other people <laughs> what to do. <laughs> That's how it works, right? That's why, like, my friends vary into, like, the, like, you know, Black Lives Matter, stuff like that. And so I was just like, isn't it our job as white males to tell other races and cultures <laughs> how to react? How and they take that. How to, yeah. do, how to do everything? Totally. That's not, yeah. They listen to that well. That's that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> we gotta control women's bodies. That's the one thing. Say what? We gotta control women's bodies. Mm, man. Yeah. All right. Let's. We should probably not talk about this. <laughs> so I'm just gonna keep saying stupid things until it just gets out of control. Um, but anyways, um, so so guitar, vocals, bass, drums. Yeah, I don't actually, know, it's like perfectly aligned. Guitar yeah. too. Yes, but also plays bass. So at the same time, the, yeah, at the same time, I actually time. pluck yes. the yeah. bass with my feet. It's pretty impressive, <laughs> and uh, it's quite a sight. Yeah. Like those guys who do like guitar and they have it's like bass. It's like the double the, headstock, the, yeah. right? Bass and guitar, the yeah. double neck. Yeah, I think yeah. those look stupid. I'm gonna, I don't like. I don't know why. I've never played one of those. I don't really know why you would have one. Maybe you could share some insight to us on that. <laughs> the double neck. You ever played one? Sometimes it's like a twelve string and a six string. Okay. Well, that would make yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. It's necessary. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. I cool. wouldn't. I'll, I'll, I'll go buy do one it tomorrow. Myself, Everyone needs one. Yep. Just mm-hmm. do they sell it at Guitar Center? It'll take us to the next level, bro. They do. What's uh the guy from Cheap Trick had a big five headstock? Let me pull that up. Stupid like that. You have four or five headstocks. What? Four or five? I don't know. It makes no sense. I mean, go big or go home? I guess. Is that where that comes from? It, I think it's to give the people that don't have musical knowledge, like, they see that and they go, oh, he must be a five times the guitar player everyone else is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he has, like, like this five five Yeah. I think they're all different tunings. Let me pull out yeah, more. Yeah, something like that. That would right. also make sense. Mm. Wow, this, yeah, I'm learning things about the multiple necks on a guitar that I didn't know before. Dude, how heavy do we think that is, though? That's got to be ridiculous. It's either really heavy or really light. Yeah, maybe it's like yeah. made out of like plastic. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Uh, if you buy a guitar from like Wish.com, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. probably that. For yeah. anybody that's listening to this, should we clarify that we're all looking at a picture you just looked up on the internet of a guy with a guitar that has yeah, five necks on it? Yeah, the guitar is from Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick, and his five headstock guitar. And he's wearing a uh, three-piece suit and a fedora. Yeah, that's and just a Cheap nice Trick, though. Oh, nice okay. pair of sunshades. If you if you know anything about Cheap Trick, uh, that's their. Well, the guitar the guitar hero episode was like, oh no, we're not doing Cheap Trick. This is bubblegum pop. Yeah. <laughs> you can play guitar hero acoustically. <laughs> I just I just love the 
the clicks on the guitar. It's yeah. Like, oh, I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> that mm. Jarvis. I, I missed that one. I'm sorry. The Guitar Hero episode? Oh, South Park? Yeah. South Park? No, I mean, I missed that one. <laughs> what? You haven't, haven't you not seen that one? I totally missed that one. That's why I told him I was yeah, like, sorry, maybe I said the bar he too He labeled high me as like a huge South Park fan. I was like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've seen, I've seen the Apple episode. I've seen you need to watch the ones. Guitar Hero one. I have a question for you. Sure. Um, Netflix or Amazon video, whichever. Um, have you ever watched The Ranch? Oh, I love The Ranch. It's one of the greats. Have you watched The Ranch, Scotty? I haven't. I thought about it because um, that 70s show is like at the top of my list. It's so. very different, first of all. I don't like that. I mean, I'm not into that 70s show. Okay. It's fine. I'm not into it. But The Ranch is the kind of show that I like just turn on while I'm going to sleep at night, every night. Mm, and I I love, just, yeah. Well, I'm from Kansas, and Colorado is just Kansas with mountains. <laughs> just going to be honest, and pot. That's, that's what I've heard, yeah. <laughs> it's it's literally, and so, well, and then I lived in Missouri for a while, and everyone in Missouri is obsessed with Colorado. Mm. And I don't know why. Just feels like, like the western place, I guess. Mountains are like cool for a minute. Yeah, right. And then it's like, okay, <laughs> I don't know. let's I figure like out I something else I to do. The mountains. <laughs> Unless you like, I mean, if you like hiking, you'd be like, I want to go to Colorado to hike. But like, if it's always going to Colorado to hike, yeah, or ski. Yeah, skiing. I guess. I for don't know. Sure. I always feel like you got to do something a little different. For sure. Because I feel like hiking is kind of like one of those like one time you do it in one trail. Like, yeah, you're, you're pretty good. Yeah, definitely. I drove through Colorado one time on my way out to, I was driving from North Carolina to Arizona, and it's probably two hours in a row, I might have passed two cars and had zero cell phone service. So it, there's nothing there. It's just empty. Yeah. <laughs> you freaking break down. Good luck. Yeah, man. <laughs> you have, know? Fun. Yeah. have fun dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, have fun dying. So that's now what I think about when I think of Colorado. Yeah. Uh, no cell phone service and nothing. I think about not breathing. I remember being there for like the better part of a week one time, and Denver was fine. You know, it's just like a mile high. Okay, you can breathe there. But then we went across the Continental Divide, where I can, it's something stupid. Like I don't know, fourteen thousand. I don't know how many oh, thousand. Wow. That's like something high. dumb. Wow. And then wound up in Steamboat, which is a little bit lower, but still pretty high. And I just remember like every t- every time I would fall asleep, I would wake up gasping for air. <laughs> Yeah, like literally, just felt like I couldn't breathe for that high elevation, man. Yeah, I get dude, you. I learned a trick for that. So one time, my friend lived in the mountains of New Mexico. Oh, well, he lived there. And I had to go to his wedding, so okay. we had to drive all the way there. Yeah, New Mexico is awful. And <laughs> just like yeah. talk about everything we hate. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mountains. So yeah, we're high altitude, and I was just like not feeling it. Yeah. And like and then, I was like told you gotta like stay really hydrated. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I even tried drinking a lot of water. I'm like, still didn't work. Right. So then I went to Colorado one time for like a spring break trip. Yeah. Bad idea. But anyways, I had a lot of Powerade or Gatorade or something like that. Like get the electrolytes. That's the trick for high altitude. Electrolytes. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, you still got to drink water, but right. like mix in some uh, Gatorade or Powerade with that. Okay. Like if you go to a restaurant and like, you know, they have the fountain drinks and the UC Powerade. Get a Powerade. Get a Powerade. Like, yeah. Do they always talk about, like, the mile-high effect on athletes when they go play in Denver? Mm-hmm. I had to run across the Denver airport one time for a layover. I felt that. <laughs> it's you real. That was the most, like, out of breath I think I've ever been in my life. It's like, I was <laughs> drinking in Denver. I'm like, yeah, I felt that. Yeah. It's <laughs> 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 <was> like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to do this on food. I'm already a lightweight. They call me one beer Bobby. So, Dude, for yeah. real, being a lightweight is should not be a problem we have in our society. 
it's being a lightweight and trying to act like a heavyweight. Yep. I that's think why that's you get the big problem. Yeah. As long as you know like your limits, it's like there is nothing wrong with being a lightweight. Yeah, right. you're a cheap drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Just like oh, just so I can. That. People get embarrassed about being a lightweight. I'm like, I love it. Yeah, I'm like, I embrace it. <laughs> well, it's like, as long as you're just confident about it and know what you're doing. Yeah. Just act like, like you know what you're doing. I don't know where it came from because my dad has a liver of steel, but mm-hmm. I just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you know, I have an inflamed liver and then wonder, well, how'd that happen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like it because like typically liver problems, typically caused by. I love like the diseases that like you specifically get when you're do something to yourself on purpose. Yeah. Like, uh, I think scurvy has to be the most embarrassing thing to ever get. <laughs> it's like, hey, dumbass, why don't you eat a, like, an apple once in a while? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, this is embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, with, name a disease that's, like, even, like, more embarrassing. Because, like, STDs, it's like, well, I got laid. <laughs> yeah, well, fun memories. I got gonorrhea. I mean, at least I got laid. <laughs> Scraby's a guy I just didn't eat fruit for like yeah. a year. <laughs> I haven't ate a vegetable in 16 years. Right. <laughs> just, that's why I always eat pizza because you know, pizza sauce. Yeah, man. Vegetable slash fruit, whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, kind of catch, right? Yeah, it's got all the food groups. I've been like trying to figure out how to make like a good pizza crust. Cauliflower. Cauliflower. I'm just kidding. Have you like, done this, Bobby? I have not made it, but I've had cauliflower pizza. It's not bad. I've heard, like, you can make it pretty good, but the thing is, I feel like a professional chef could do it really well. Yeah. Right, but the average but, like, guy is not. Just some guy, no. just some fat guy from Kansas, like, <laughs> probably, like, couldn't do it very well. Now, here's the real question. Thin crust or deep dish? Mmm, bro. Deep dish. See, I'm gonna... I'm, a, I'm, I'm more of a New York dish. style, but I can get down with yeah. some deep dish. Yeah. I'm, I'm a hardcore thin crust. Wow. Mm. I feel like deep dish is like cake. It's a different beast. Dude, that's why you're so slim. Dude, I do feel like it's different, like, when you think about it. Like, I feel like when you say pizza pie, that's like deep dish. But when you just say pizza, that's like thin crust. For sure. Have you ever had St. Louis-style pizza? No. Now, it's not something to go out of your way to get. Okay. I'll just tell you this. But it's like thin crust, but it's kind of like cracker crust. Okay. And, like, I think it's Provel cheese. It's pretty good. If you're in, like, St. Louis, go to, like, Emo's Pizza or something like that. It's yeah. pretty good. Cool. Good to know. Unless you've ever had Emo's pizza. I, I haven't. I mean, it's pretty good. Not nice. Emo as in, like, your lipstick is <laughs> collar, don't bother Angel. <laughs> yeah. But I-M-O. Yeah. You know. Rar XD. Not <laughs> kind of Emo. Yeah. Rar XD Emo. I feel like there's always that argument of, like, pineapple pineapple doesn't belong on a pizza and this and the, that. Because and like, it That's doesn't. the biggest issue, right? My biggest issue, I think, is more so the way that places cut circle pizzas in Nashville. They cut it like a square when it's a circle pizza. Have you yeah, had that? Man. Like, go order a pizza from Five Points. Guess yeah, what happens? It's cut like a square. Oh, you don't also, get a real slice. Yeah. That, it's supposed to be like party style. That's a problem for Look, me. The biggest problem party of Party style means that. everyone gets less pizza. And somebody gets stuck with just a piece of crust. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Hey, but while we're talking about five points, the problem with their pizza is it's bigger than the plate. Like, my pizza's touching the table. That's not that's a problem. Somebody else is just sitting there. should be giving you two a... plates, though. Well, and they do, actually. And you're the okay. one that's trying to gain weight. You I know, should, You true. should see that as a blessing. Well, yes, but I also don't want my pizza touching the table, you know? <laughs> so, well, but it is good pizza. Let's definitely clarify that. Well, let's go with that. What's the... Um, uh, here's a good debate. Here's a good debate. I have, we have four people in the room. 
Okay, so you're Second making politics didn't work out. This, the politics didn't work out. We're talking about politics and pizza. It's like we're figuring out. It's like oh, maybe I won't say anything stupid. Can I just go off stupid rants on politics? Just like, it's like, do you think we only elected Trump for his ass? Like, <laughs> definitely. It's like, thank God Donald Trump is president so we can say Merry Christmas again. <laughs> it's like, we, were, we couldn't say that when Obama was president, so, like, that's all I have to say there. But, um, anyways, so you're making food for yourself. You're by yourself and you're making it for no one else. How much of washing your hands do you feel like you need to do when it's just for you? Oh, uh, not at all. <laughs> that might be gross of me, but what I've been cooking at home... By the way, I'm married now for four months. I've only been cooking for four months. So, uh, <laughs> nice, nice. But no, I don't wash my hands at all. And so, yeah. I, these guys feel great about this because I'm cooking for them tonight. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no, this is like you by were, yourself. Like you with people. It's oh, like, by oh. myself? Yeah, I don't wash my hands. By yourself. It depends for me. Like, I'm, a, I'm like a. I don't, I don't understand myself because sometimes I'm a germaphobe and sometimes the complete opposite. When it comes to food, like especially if there's any sort of raw meat involved, I will bleach myself because I'm so freaked out of raw meat. Like, mm -hmm. Okay, I'm the same way about eggs. Okay. If I'm making eggs, if I crack a raw egg and it gets on my fingers, yeah, I, yeah, I have to I wash my hands it. for like 20 minutes. But you're about, to, you're about to cook it anyway, so what's the difference there? But it's on my fingers, the raw egg. The raw egg is oh, just So you're on just your trying hands. to clean your hands, you're not clean avoid. Hands. Okay, yep, yeah. I got it. But then what about raw cookie dough? Because I'm all for that. I've Bro. never got salmonella, but I've heard people do get that. My bachelor party, we ate a whole thing of raw. We, we all, like, we, I'm not we were. Pretty Small price in. to pay for salvation. I know. We, we yeah. bought cookie dough. We're like, we're going to make cookies, bro, at a cabin. No, this is super awesome. Not. We just ate all the cookie dough. <laughs> nice. Is it my turn now to explain my thoughts on washing your hands? Yeah. What do you... F all right. So whenever you use the restroom, wash your hands. Yeah, obviously. And yeah. two, when you get done working at the Apple store, wash your hands. Oh. Oh, dude. You shake so many hands. You, you know touch many so times? many devices oh. that other crummy hands have been mm -hmm. on. You should see at the end of the day we have to clean the devices like just what's on the Dude, screen. Ever, like, how did it yeah. get this way? If you ever walk by the kids' table, oh no, the kids, I oh dude, it's like instant AIDS. I so <laughs> I I work in the the product zone, okay. so so I I at the end of the day one of my jobs is to clean all the devices, um, which you guys do a little bit of that too. But nope, so no, <laughs> not Bobby. He avoids that. But it's like what well, you just out. said, the kids' table. You have to get this special stuff to spray on it, and you have to scrub it. It's gross. And it's like, how is there even a substance on these kids' fingers that does this to the screen? So yeah, after that, the first thing when I get pretty off, pretty sure is I just watch kids lick the iPads. Like, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, it's like a fruit ninjas on there. It's like, yeah, no. <laughs> that's not how you play the game. Um, what I like to do, I, I do this at Best Buy. I don't really Apple stores are too like quiet and like. What? Quiet. You're the Whoa. first person to Which say that. Oh. Or like, uh, maybe quiet's not the best word. Uh, more like, uh, it's like, you can very much see what's going on. Okay. Okay. Because it's very, it's very open space. Yes, sure. very so open space. That's yeah. probably my better okay. term. Um, very vulnerable. So you can't like do that. Vulnerable. But yeah. like, I go to like Best Buy by the iPhones. I like lift up my shirt and like take a picture and then make it like this. <laughs> and then like you just kind of like hang around like a little bit of ways away. Like wait for like an old lady to come. <laughs> she like, what is that? <laughs> oh my god. So that happens at the app store it does. too. Yeah, yeah. Usually they're like ten. Yeah, <laughs> not like a grown ass. <laughs> they can yeah, actually go to Best Buy. It'll be like four guys, and the, there'll be like three guys standing behind them, and the other guy's just got his shirt up. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah. And I like it, you just you just see him like 
We're like, bro, we know what you're doing. Also, we don't care. Like, it's fine. Go yeah. for it. What's the funniest you've seen someone do a lock? Mm, oh, there was a... There was a guy that... I wasn't here for this, but I saw, like, people posting about it. But there was a guy that walked into the store and just was playing a VR yeah. game. Yeah. Like, just walking around the store. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> just, he was waiting for his It was his personal appointment. thing. His were you person- there? Yes. Yeah, I was okay. there. You were there? Okay. I, was, I wasn't there at the yeah. time. Yeah, that was that was what was up. He was just he didn't care. He was in his own. It's world. like uh, it was like that really. We're going old YouTube. Uh, the lightsaber guy. I don't think I know. Um, I think he was like playing with the broom. Wait, it was like a neck beard. A neck beard? No, I don't remember. Let me see if I can find it. You guys okay. just talk amongst yourselves. Okay. okay. All right. So for real, what are we uh, cooking tonight? Mm. After you wash your hands. Yeah. After I wash my hands. Yeah. Mm. Cookie dough. Ooh, we're just gonna make some cookies. What'd you say? Cookie dough. Make some Hannah cooks. wanted uh, some brownies and some ice cream. Mm-hmm. We'll make that happen. Okay. Love you, Hannah. I'll be in. Tra- that was sweet. I also like you, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, Hannah's cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. Have you met Hannah, Scotty? All right. What? Have oh. you met Hannah? Yeah. Oh, a couple times. All right. Oh yeah. Duh. Here that was we a dumb go. Question. We haven't met Flavia though. That's fine. You haven't. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Wow, that guy's. This is like old YouTube. Jesus Christ! It's Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's aggressive. If only there was like actual good audio to this. So if he gets bullied at school, does he drop this video in all of his bullies' DMs? This was 2006. Wow. Mm. So wow. YouTube existed in 2006? Yeah, oh, really? yeah. When Back then, it was cool. <laughs> oh. Cool. I remember the early days of YouTube. Well, this was literally, like, the first couple years, right? Yeah, this was, like, one of the first... Because for a while, there was a certain... There's an episode of South Park on that, too. It's before, like, you, they paid YouTubers for, like, an ad revenue and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Like, you know, Philip DeFranco? Like, he's been on the platform forever. Like, yeah. he was one of the first people to start getting paid. He's like, I remember when they first started doing this. This was pretty cool. Yeah. Now everyone's trying to. That's pretty much it. It's not nothing. He's just killing That's it. That's funny. He has great five million views. Oh, you're Man. right. I mean, he's been on there for a while. Yeah, it's true. But, but yeah, YouTube has a long and rich history. It does. It's v- culture. Just the endless <laughs> potholes that you can go down. Oh, not yeah. potholes. That's not the right word. What am I talking rabbit about? Rabbit trails. Rabbit trails. There we there go. You go. Yeah. There's a rabbit trail went down a couple days ago. Let me see. Let me pull it up. Uh, and I tried to get all my friends to watch it, but some of them were not cool. The worst rabbit trails are on Instagram. You watch one video, and it has this long list of related videos. You just scroll up and it just keeps going. That's where I get lost. Yeah. It's the Instagram mm-hmm. scroll. But at least those are mostly related. Because I can get lost in a rabbit trail of, like, if I'm looking up my favorite drummer. Completely. It's just oh, yeah. a bunch of, like, yeah. Yeah. This, this one's a good one. The Benefits of Drinking Semen with Tracy Kiss. Oh, God. So I, like, sent that to all my friends. And I'm pretty sure, and I, like, because I was staying up late, and then they were not staying up late. So that was the first thing they're getting in the morning. Yeah, just, <laughs> hey, guys, look what I found. Good morning. Six, six videos later. The, but the funny thing is, um, the next morning, um, well, like, the, I watched the full video because I'm a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what happened was um, she had a friend, a male friend, very, very beautiful woman. I'll say this. Very beautiful, strong, intelligent woman. Yeah. 
probably not intelligent. But anyways, because <laughs> she was drinking her own semen. Um, Benny was drinking someone else. So she had a guy, like, jizz in a cup. Oh, no. And then she drank it. Like, Ugh. And I'm just like, imagine a female friend just being like, hey, can you do me a favor? I'm like, hey, what's up? And then guy learned that don't say, yeah, I can help you before you hear that. Yeah. Always wait, just say, what's going on? What it is. Always want to know what's going on before you say I agree to anything. <laughs> Anyways, it's like, hey, um, I- I'm trying to be a little bit healthier, and I'm using semen. Um, oh, can you God. nut in a cup for me <laughs> so I can make a YouTube video? And then if you say no, she's like, come on. I'm like, that's uh, what I'm not doing. Uh, nobody, nobody, okay. I got it. I'm like, that's <laughs> yeah, what I'm not I gave, doing. Yeah, I gave you three ha-has on that. You did, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here all week. That's a, that's a text to wake up to. I don't know what I would do. Like, wow, that's well, a Like, well, I was yeah. watching Gangnam Style, and so, four videos later, now I'm <laughs> learning about semen. <laughs> I had a, you remember when on the iPhones you couldn't um, remove yourself from a group text? Like, yeah. And so I had this friend, um, we'll still have this friend, and um, he's just, he's a jerk. I'll say that. <laughs> we all have He'll that He'll admit friend. that. He'll admit that. But basically the deal was, is he would love to do this at 2 a.m. He would take about... Eight to ten people who didn't know each other and throw them all in a group text and just start firing <laughs> off. That's the kind of thing I would do. And it was just like, dude, That's are funny. you freaking kidding me <laughs> That's right really now? Funny. I kind of want to do that. Yeah. I mean, now it doesn't have the same it's effect easy. nowadays. Yeah, now yeah. you can just remove yourself. But yeah, then it was just like, didn't even know you could remove yourself. Yeah. And there wasn't like a do not disturb on that specific text thread, you know. You had to just basically turn your phone off. That was that was what you would do. I always oh the best thing to do is start the group chat and then just leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Can you do that? Because I think I feel like half the group chats I'm in are uh, like one person has an Android. Oh yeah. And then you're just like, oh, now we have to do like it. old cranny flea market text. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw this one meme and this I actually relate to this very much. It's a uh, it's a guy uh, like he got a girl's name, "Hey, this is Brian from last night. It was nice meeting you." And then he saw it was like a green text bubble. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were poor. I don't <laughs> date poor women." <laughs> <laughs> For real though, and I can say this with confidence, don't date a woman with an Android. She was only going to break your heart. Mm. Well, we're really promoting the Apple Store. In this right. yeah, we really are. Man, Apple needs Although a little I, bit more advertising. I might be the redemption story because I I married one. So, <laughs> she has, your wife has an Android? Not anymore. Okay, I've since converted her. It's okay. She's, okay. she's come to the light side, but she once was a part of the dark side. Like I always say, people change, but good looks are forever. I mean, we yeah, we yeah. all we all once were part of the dark side. My first phone was a a Nextel. Dude, I I was pretty hardcore so Android. Yeah. Like screw Apple. Like. Windows, you like, yeah, that I was for a long time. So, mm. first iPhone, Bob, uh, which one? iPhone 5. What about you, Sky? iPhone 4. The Galaxy S1. That's your, your first, first iPhone? iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my first iPhone? Oh, my first iPhone. That was the 5S. All right. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was a solid one. Dude, that Sweet. was weird because this is my third iPhone. I went from the 5S to the SE. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> the same exact. But literally, the only reason I get it because my phone plan, like my contract was renewed or something like that, back when I was on my parents' plan, and it was with the the SE just came out, and it was like you could get it for like a penny on my plan, the yeah. sixteen gig, or you can get the sixty four gig for uh, fifty bucks. Mm. And so, like, I'm just gonna upgrade. And so it felt like I didn't get a new phone, but I had a ton more storage. 
Yep. And then it's the, literally the same thing, except you got a better processor. And then I mm-hmm. then my five the SE I dropped on the floor on the, like concrete or something like that, and it cracked. And then I was like, I'm gonna fix the screen myself. And then I messed it up. Yeah. <laughs> so now I have the eight. But nice. It's vintage. Yeah. Look at that case. I know. I, I try to do it with everything. Uh, let me show you. Think. My earbuds. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> nice. And then. They're not AirPods, they're AirBuds, okay? Then my like computer, if you can see, without me closing it, has the, where the Apple logo is, it's the rainbow. Nice. So. Nice. I like to put a lot of people into thinking I have like the old, like an old Mac 2 yeah. or something like that. We had someone bring in, um, I, I, I'm terrible with remembering these old laptops but i think it was like a g4 power book or like something like that he brought one into the bar like maybe seven or eight months ago and he got mad at us because we couldn't do any work on it i'm like man <laughs> this computer's so old and he's like oh whatever you left the store it was running like mac os 10.4 or something like that it was crazy way back yeah yeah i, I have to keep my os pretty backed up yeah pretty old because like if some software plugins are just like yeah, they shouldn't work, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to like wait until they're like, "Hey, we work." Yeah, and by the time they do work, it's like three months before the next update. I know. So, yeah. <laughs> so what am I running on mine? I think I'm still on Sierra. I didn't even go to High Sierra. Mm. Like I'm not. Yeah, I'm still on Sierra. Yeah, same. Yeah, that's at some point all. Of them. Well, I have Mojave. Sorry to be a, well, a rebel here. Someone does only uses stock plugins. I also just bought my MacBook like three months ago. Mm-hmm. MacBook Pro, nice. So oh, from the you air. You didn't really have a choice. Yep. Those Came dongles, right? Right. Yeah. Dongles are life. Dongles are life. <laughs> they finally understood my need for dongles and docks. And I know. Right. I got like you have like an Elgato dock. Okay. So, nice. Because I was dumb and I thought I I still have a FireWire hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so like luckily my computer still has a FireWire port. And mm-hmm. so I thought by getting like the FireWire adapter, the Thunderbolt, yeah, that what I could do was uh, use that with my interface, and then like it would just convert normally. Yeah, no, it didn't. No, dude, a lot of the fire. I, I had an old Prasonis FireWire interface, and I was bummed. I bought the adapter, did the same thing. Yeah, really? just doesn't just doesn't support Mine anything worked. with. I got lucky. I think you can do FireWire oh. to Thunderbolt to Thunderbolt in your computer, but you can't do like. Uh, the Thunderbolt plugging into my interface to a FireWire thing, the FireWire into your computer. Mm, okay. I have like a mid-2012. Gotcha. But I got it in yeah. 2014, so... I see. <laughs> Dude, 2012s are about to be obsolete. It's crazy. Seven years old. Yeah. Anything that's seven years or older is considered obsolete by Apple. So Really? Oh. Yeah, we don't service parts don't for it or anything. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, luckily, I can do most of the repairs on right mine. yeah <laughs> well except for your se oh yeah oh that's <laughs> like, i can't do that i'm just i've created the hard drive and the ram so i i guess you could say i'm pretty I'm, i guess you could say it's uh it's pretty good i'm just i'm the serious but <laughs> oh, we need to take a break we're gonna listen to one of your guys's songs cool and okay. then when we get back we're gonna just dive right into it cool cool Prettiest girl I've ever seen Was wearing a yellow dress A bridesmaid in her friend's wedding 
I had to figure out how to get that girl next to me So I gave her a flower and I started asking The craziest things I could think of Like favorite clouds and dinosaurs and other stupid stuff Next thing I know we're talking for hours on the phone and I'm driving two hours to see her It wasn't long and I kissed her in the doorway Of her parents' house The first time that I tried I missed And she looked at me and smiled I knew right then what I know now That girl is everything The reason why I play guitar And the reason why I sing reason why I sing Finger with no warning I've got a long drive home I hope that I can't make it Yeah, I'm tired but the whole way I'll be overthinking How I kissed her in the doorway Of her parents' house The first time that I tried I missed And she looked at me and smiled She was walking me to the door and that was it But when I got there I aimed right for her lips And I kissed her in the doorway of her parents' house The first time that I tried I missed and she looked at me and smiled Ever seen. She's the best thing in this world to ever happen to me. All right, and we are back. And so let's just get right into yeah. it. So, who here has had a sexual fantasy about Sarah Huckabee Sanders? <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> well, she's great. I can't we'll say, say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any problems with her. Yeah, she's whatever. <laughs> I really say. <laughs> she is great. She I actually I just watched a video yesterday of her best like roasts two questions that reporters asked her. She is a smart lady. I wouldn't want to argue with her, put it that way. Yeah, she's she can keep up. She's a fireball. I like the mooch though. He was my favorite. The mooch. The mooch. Who's that? <laughs> Anthony you had the one press secretary for like a month. 
Oh, yeah, um, yeah. No. Oh, dude. <laughs> she was yeah. way better. Yeah. She's, like, probably doing the best at the job. Yeah, for sure. Sean Spicer was just, like, yelling at everyone. Oh, I thought that's <laughs> yeah. who you were talking about. Oh, no, he was, like, there was Sean Spicer, and then there was, like, one guy for a month. Oh, I He was, like, an Italian that. guy. Um, is that the one they made a vine about? Probably. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry. I'm, like, way deep in Vine. <laughs> when we talk about, like, rabbit holes on YouTube, for me, it's Vine. <laughs> like, Vine compilations. Vine. Yeah. yeah, that's just Vines that kept me from ending it all. Yeah, <laughs> Vines that cured my depression. You remember Will <laughs> Sasso on Vine? No. He would just puke up lemons when, when he, <laughs> you know, like with the jump cut deal. No. His thing was he would always have lemons in his mouth, and then it would keep, turn into like four or five lemons that he would just puke up <laughs> out of nowhere. He'd be riding the back of a cab, and all of a sudden five lemons come out of his mouth. Yeah. I still miss Filthy stage? Frank, so. Filthy Frank. Do you, remember, you guys were ever into Filthy Frank? Oh. Mm -mm. Anyways, he was... He, Probably ruined half of YouTube, but it's uh, <laughs> <that was> funny. <laughs> nice. I don't know how to describe him. You just have to watch him. You just gotta figure out. We should be watching. <laughs> yeah. Listening to some audio of Filthy Frank. Uh, just Frank. Going at it. Uh, but we should probably talk about your guys' music. So y'all met in the Apple Store. We did. And mm -hmm. then at what point were you guys like, we should start a band? Well, literally, App, uh, Andrew. I almost said, I almost called you Apple. Yeah. Andrew came up to me. What was it like? October. It's like October or November, something like that. Yeah, last fall. And he was like, I, I, I mean, how many times have we talked before that? Not much. Nope. We didn't really speak at all. And you'd been working there a couple months. But he just walked up to me and was like, hey, you want to start a band? And I was like, 100% kidding. So at this point, I don't even know that Bobby plays music. I don't even know why I asked you that. But I had mentioned to you once that I played drums. Okay. And then he literally just walked up. He's like, hey, you want to start a band? Like, had no idea how good I was or anything. I could have sucked. You never know. But, well, actually, I do. But there you he go. He seemed like a nice guy, though, so I thought I'd give him a shot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so then we got together and jammed one time, and it went well. We made musical babies. <laughs> we, <laughs> yep. Yep. And so now here we are. Yeah. So he had an album release show that was happening in January, and so he was yeah. kind of looking for a drummer to well, do that. Well, yeah, so my roommate was going to play drums at that show, and so, but he was out on the road with this other band, so I needed somebody to, like, fill in during practice. So Bobby like fills in and practices with us a couple times. Um, and then my roommate something came up and he couldn't be at the show. So I was like, "All right, I guess Bobby will do." <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I guess. <laughs> Second so fiddle. That that was, I guess that's sort of how the band started. When I asked yeah. Bobby if he wanted to start a band, and then one day I think Scotty and I were both on check-in or something in the app store. There's like a couple guys that mm -hmm. stay in the front. When you walk in, you can check in with them. And I don't. I don't know how the joke got started, but I have a red beard. Scotty has a red beard. So we decided, hey, we should start a red beard only band. <laughs> so I guess that's how that started. So it was two separate bands. It was the red beard band. It was yeah. the Andrew and Bobby band. Right. And we said, well, hey, why don't we just put these things together and we'll be yeah, Andrew man. and the Apple. Voila. Well, and actually some of that started too. So we saw some videos of Scotty on Instagram. And we were like, dude, this guy shreds. And we are like, we should like send them a song. So we sent Scotty a song like remotely to play on and he killed it so we we're like yeah we should talk to scotty <laughs> so nothing yeah nothing better than people want to do like remote stuff like but you're in the same city i know yeah <laughs> yeah i love that people like messaging me for podcasts and so you just want to do it remotely i'm like what <laughs> but you live here yeah but we live in the same literally live in the same town yeah, right i yeah. think scotty and i lived like five minutes from each yeah, other mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, it's cool. It's convenient. So it's like, yeah, it was like, people are weird sometimes. Yeah, man. You ever had to like, 
you have to talk to people on the internet you don't know. Yep. Right. <laughs> well, it's, it, that's better than having to talk to somebody you know in person. True, yeah. Like what we're doing right now? Like exactly. having a real human interaction? Yeah, who wants that? Yeah, what is that, actually? Yeah, is that an app? <laughs> that was that. <laughs> uh, Grinder? Is that? Yeah. That's, is yeah, that's cool. yeah. My favorite app. I made a lot of friends on Grinder. All right. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you, bud. <laughs> only God can judge me. God, you're a whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you met in the Apple Store, and then so you were writing music before, as like a solo artist, or yeah, I did some solo stuff where you know I'd, I'd write the songs and I'd just connect with different musicians to add to it. Um, so that's how I'd set the show up in January, and so that's kind of how Bob got on board. He played with some of that the solo stuff. Um, and then, yeah, that's that's how I got started, just kind of doing my well, own tell, thing. Tell some of your story, too, like coming from North Carolina and all that. Yeah, I mean, I, I was living in North Carolina, and um, my first move was actually out to Flagstaff. I you know, I was 26 years old. I knew that I kind of wanted to do this music thing for a long time, mm-hmm. and but I just never found that like opportunity to, to hop out and go do it. So this opportunity came up to move out to Flagstaff, and I thought, you know, it's not like Flagstaff's not my goal, but this is kind of my way out of North Carolina for the first time. Um, so I took off with this group of guys, and we've already talked about elevation. I lived in Flagstaff, which was mm. 7,000 feet, so I, I lived that for eight months where you couldn't breathe. <laughs> um, but so I went out there and shot this documentary film about a distance runner. Really cool experience. Arizona is very different than North Carolina and the South. It's a whole other landscape. Um, so, but I was out there for eight months, and a buddy of mine who lived in Nashville just moved there was looking for a roommate and so I was like hey well it's possibly now or never so I hopped on board moved out to Nashville and uh, so that's how I got here mm-hmm. um, and I had already been doing some songwriting and some recording with folks that lived in Nashville so it was yeah. kind of cool I already had some contacts here and uh, yeah got to town and uh, my goal when I got here was to connect with other guys mm-hmm. similar life interests um, and musical interests and so yeah I, uh, that's where these two guys have kind of come into play. Yeah, man. Cool. Well, that's, that's all I wanted you to share. Thank you. <laughs> and so on this first album, did you two write the parts, your own parts? or Yeah, um, someone else write it? That yeah, makes it so, easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the live album, we definitely did. We kinda, Some of those songs were just uh, bare bones, and we kind of made our own parts to yeah, it. Yeah, we, we took like half of that live album as songs from like my little solo project I was yeah. doing, and then some of them are actually songs that are going to be on this album that we're working on now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we kind of went ahead and released live versions of songs that aren't even like finished mm-hmm. the studio version that's a smart finished. it was a smart thing to do yeah, yeah I saw that I'm like why does this sound live cause usually cause it, your guitar was DI and mm-hmm. then usually when a guitar is DI acoustic guitar is DI I'm like what producer is doing a guitar only DI <laughs> yeah and then yeah. I was like oh this is a live thing okay we, now that yeah, makes sense we did that in like pretty small room in yeah. our studio yeah. and so we had the drums going which we built this little I built this little drum cage and well cause, cause <laughs> yeah cause our idea was like Kind of almost like a la Snarky Puppy, but nowhere near the level of musicians. They're amazing. <laughs> but like, but we wanted to do like a live studio, like people mm-hmm. sitting around us while we're recording. Mm-hmm. Kind of we thing. realized in rehearsal though, we originally didn't have a drum cage, but like just we tested tons it out. Of, yeah, just every mic was all drums. The vocal mic was drums. <laughs> yeah. The guitar mic was drums. Everything was dr- like you couldn't even hear the other stuff. So yeah, we caged him up and like my guitar instead of doing a mic and a DI, we just we yeah, had to just go straight the most sense. Yeah, yeah. It was the best we could do with what mm-hmm. we had, but that was kind of like a live thing slash recording. So we wanted I never, to value I never both. understand. I can't understand the recording side of it. Like when you do a guitar, acoustic guitar DI, 
just never sounds right. <clears throat> yeah. I just don't understand the science behind it, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I, I'm just dumb. I agree. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really like the way DI sounds on a recording, but with what we did, I thought mm. it sounded pretty yeah. good. I thought it matched well with it the worked, electric yeah. guitar, and yeah, I was I was very a lot happy of with like it. Boost like on the if you're it has an EQ on it, mm-hmm. everyone like boosts the mids so much. I'm like, Ugh. I don't yeah. know what I. I didn't even look at what I had my guitar set to. I don't <laughs> yeah, know, do you have like an EQ on it, on like that. a high, mid, low? I mean, if I'm just playing on my own, I like a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, like, crank, probably crank the mids and a little bit of the high, mm-hmm. less yeah. bass. But uh, I, I'm pretty sure I had it all dead center, and I just let the sound guy. Yeah, that's probably the, yeah, that's the best thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. He's like has a degree in sound and like knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and I just strum. You'd be surprised. A lot of people who have degrees in sound don't know what they're doing. Well, like me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna say you. I'm not like. Obviously, I haven't heard your work, but like, I agree with that point. You know, yeah. like like they, there are some producers I've worked with that you know, yeah. Like, when you combine talent, yeah, passion, and a degree, it's deadly. And I, I, our sound guy definitely is all mm-hmm. three of those things. It's yeah. weird for sound recording because to get in a mute, like to be like a music major, to like perform, uh, you have to have already known how to play the instrument for like probably like five or six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, with recording, it's like not necessarily need to have any experience. You're just in. Mm-hmm. You're just in. Yep. Yeah. It, you yeah. pay the money. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that's like the that's the weird thing. And that's so. why we have recordings. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And no degree, no experience. Hey, let's do this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, because that's a lot of. I mean, kind of, I mean, obviously we got Josh who produced the the live record. Like he's helping us with this record too a little bit. But like, there's some of that that like Scotty's got a a lot of mixing and mastering experience too. But like, me and you are kind of. Learning on Average the fly. Joe's, yeah. yeah, we're kind of hey, trying to figure. Hey, what does this button do? Let's yeah, try that. Yeah, we're trying to figure all that out on the fly. So, because um, I mean, all all of my drum tracking happens from home. Um, I've pretty much got everything set up down there. But um, yeah, I mean, we're kind of just figuring it out as yeah. we go, and then you know, it's it's yeah. kind of nice. we're doing the record we're working on now. We're doing a lot of it ourselves, and mm-hmm. so by all means, if we were to secure the funds and just pay other people to take care of that stuff for us. That's one way to do it, but I also like the idea. Maybe this is the conservative in, in me coming out, <laughs> doing it yourself. You know, yeah. figure it out and do it yourself. And that, you know, we're a, a startup band, an unsigned band, and like just write our own songs. Yeah, do the recording ourselves, and and I like that about it. And there's know? a beauty in that because you don't have the expectations. So there's not like a deadline. Like we're making our own timeline. There's like yep. we we have time to have that trial and error and like get it right and be like. No, mm-hmm. don't really like that. Let's recut that. You know, let's like. There's no pressure on someone above us, and like when we gotta release it, you know. So yeah, it's we were nice. literally riding down mm-hmm. the road today in the car. We were like talking about one of the songs we're cutting right now, yeah. And we're, we're trying to get it mixed, and Bobby was like, "Yeah, it's one of the first ones I recorded with my drums, and like I didn't have it dialed in. I think I want to redo that." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't really like my vocal performance or the tone on my acoustic but guitar." But it's tricky because we're re- already we're already telling Josh to mix that song, right? So, and, yeah, and but, Scotty's mixing it too, so we're kind of we, yeah, kind of like shoot, we may need to tell him to stop mixing it. We want to re-record that, but. So it's nice to be able to do that. But we yeah. can, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the best thing. To, like, everything, people are recording at home more now. Mm-hmm. And it's just because, like, the price of music has gone down. Like, the recording of music, so. Yeah, yeah. You hear SoundCloud rappers, it's like an L2. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then you're like, all right, we're good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, that's, uh, so yeah, but it's kind of weird because, like, 
quality's getting better and slightly lower at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's cheaper to make songs now, but then it's like no. The return. access to quality equipment to record with is going up. Yeah, going yeah. up. But the quality of the musicianship is going down. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, yeah, because now, like, if you're... I think a lot of that comes from, and we see it here in Nashville, like, unfortunately... I feel like a lot of the studios and record companies aren't catching up with the times in that <laughs> yeah, like, for real. their rates are going up while everything else is going down and music's being more affordable to record on your own. Yeah. They're pushing more. So the guys who are the great studio musicians, mm-hmm. they come at a ridiculously high price for a reason. But then everything else just keeps going up. So who's going to go? Who can afford to go get that guitar player or that yeah. drummer? You, if you're just an average Joe, you can't. So that's part of it, I yeah. think. Yeah. And also now <laughs> it's like if you're the dude who... Like you just said, you want SoundCloud. Like I'm, I love some of the stuff you can do with SoundCloud and stuff like that. But, like, you now have access to be able to record yourself. You might not be great, but you can put yourself out there, and that's right. kind of part of. It's, yeah, the double-edged sword. A hundred percent. Yeah. I hate the. You guys probably don't, do. You use drum samples. Um. No. Not. Not yet. Not so no, far. No. Yeah. I mean, I've I've experimented with it a little bit. I just. But we haven't actually used any yet. Because we, we I'm, may, I'm, but I'm in the boat where it's like you get like a natural drummer's performance, and then like use samples with it like, yes. to get the performance. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Like, I, I never understand why some bands are just like, okay, I'm just gonna like map out and create the drum part on my own. I'm like, no, it takes nah. the authenticity. Like, yeah, I don't right like out. that. But if you use samples like up the natural drummer playing, you know, you like that yeah. makes sense. Some guys are like, no, yes, and yeah, nah, just replace it anyways. It's cheaper. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of like all the hit replacement and like over quantizing and like all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just not really big into that. Um, but I do agree with like adding if the snare is not popping on a song, like adding a sample that helps give it that extra punch. Oh you know? yeah, like, especially combining that, it. That's why I love doing. Yeah, it. I think like that's to me. I'm like I I don't see why you wouldn't do that if it improves the quality. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, on that point, like that, be, it's another double-edged sword because of that drum replacement, which I'm not against. Then now you've got so many guys that don't spend the time to learn how to like hit their drums to get evenly, better or to yeah, get better. Yeah. Like I remember seeing Steve Jordan talking about that. And obviously he's disgusting and he's he's he is amazing. What he is. Yeah. But the biggest thing for him, like he's not a flashy guy. The reason why so many people want him is because he literally he hits the drum in the same exact spot with the same exact force every yeah. single time. So it's like it almost is like. He someone went in and replaced all the hits, but that was him. Mm-hmm. So now, like, you don't have drummers who are spending that time on that. They're they're like, yeah. oh, nah, I don't need to focus on that. Yeah, they'll just fix it. it all in post. You right, know, whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh god, I hate that. Yeah. Earn it. You got to earn it. It's Do true. It right and, earn and it. like my, I guess my philosophy is like, I, I guess when I was younger, I had a horrible practice ethic, and like as I've gotten older, wait, I just, is that is that improved? Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, shut up. Um, but as I've gotten older, I've just like I've resented that, like how I just sucked yeah. at practicing when I was younger, and I'm just like I want to be the best I can be, rather than just settling for mediocre and letting the software fix it. You know, because then yeah. I feel like that's not sustainable too. Because then you're gonna go play live, and people are gonna be like, "Wow, you sound nothing like the recording." Yeah, you know, what's sure. what's up with that? Oh, you know? brother, this guy stinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And that's what that's like because I I was big into metal for a long time, mm-hmm. and pretty much all metal drums nowadays are all triggered and macked <laughs> for out. Real. And yeah, 
And so whenever I go to metal shows and the drummer's just straight trash, I'm like, well, this sucks. Like, I got yeah. really into this record. I loved everything you were playing, but it you wasn't you. It. it was it just a mapped out machine, yeah. you know. Now, easy drummer. Yeah, It's exactly. like easy drummer. It's like all metal, too. It's like... Mm-hmm. And then, like, I remember, like, hearing, uh, like, uh, Mayday Parade. You heard of them? Yeah. yeah. yeah you guys yeah. kind of sound like them a little bit. I'm a big fan. Okay, that makes more sense record. now. Yeah. Anyways, um... Their newest record, mm-hmm. like, you could tell it was, like, drum replacement. Like, that was, like, yeah, this is, like, drum samples, like, yep. all over this. Yeah. Record's yeah. great, though. Just yeah, saying. I mean, it, it's not bad. I'm just saying, like, it's very noticeable. It is it is very noticeable, especially when you get, if you get into, like, some of the faster metal, you can just hear it in the kick drums. It just sounds like it's straight off a drum machine. Yeah. It's, like, like, a too perfect it's sound. It's too perfect. Yeah. Every note is exactly the same. I'm just, like... Yeah, you can tell it's fake. You know, I want to hear you sweating when you're pumping those double kicks. Like, I don't want to hear just a machine doing it for you. Right, you know, right. it's like you hear a little squeaking pedal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but, but I get, I get that it sound. Sure, it probably sounds better, but I'm all about yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it just takes the human element out of it, and that's that's hard for me to get behind. You know. Yeah, the second you take human element out of music, you you lose a lot. It's the most yeah. important part. So. And I think you can hear that in our music. Like, yeah. we've got like, I guess my background is more acoustic, folky, bluegrass. Like I learned from a bluegrass teacher, and those genres are very much the the lyrics matter, the the vibe matters, and like the human element is extremely important. So I think you can hear that even in that live record. Mm-hmm. You know, songs like "I Hate This Guitar" that starts just the acoustic and. Um, but what I love about the live record is you can hear the little mistakes. Like, yeah. there's very few things we edited on there. There were a couple spots, like maybe a lead guitar left out a line here that we, and that was only one song. But it's very, very much untouched. Yeah. Um, the vocals are unedited. Um, the the drums are real. It's it, the whole thing is is real. I love that about it. Mm-hmm. Did you guys play to a click on that live record? Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay, so I know you had the audience. Were they listening to the click too? No, no, no. click in that their headphones. <laughs> like that would have. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that would have sucked. But yeah. I was, I'm trying to work on like tracks for my live shows, and mm-hmm. it's just like, how am I gonna get the click in my ear, but not out? Yeah, so that's that's sound, man. getting that left and right. Yeah, yeah. I, I know how they do it, like in your studio, but like for a live show, that's like right. Yeah, it's, it's like, a little trickier. Yeah, for sure. A little bit tricky. But I just, I just love the idea because if you actually had to listen to a live band with the click playing right, with them like to. that would just be awful or the talk back it really would the MD yeah. I, don't know, I can't yeah. do the talk backs that do sounds talk awful yeah. verse <laughs> chorus yeah chorus yeah. two three four <laughs> we call her Karen at cross point yeah, Karen. <laughs> yeah. oh Karen um, do you keep them in the tracks Spider-Man yeah, Homecoming okay. yeah yeah we call it like, yeah <laughs> activate instant kill mode you guys seen Endgame yeah of course okay nope. three times I just saw it about, yeah, I just saw it for my third time on nice. Saturday. Nice. It's it's good. I love you, 3000. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> makes me sad. Just rips my heart out. Wait, okay, so so who who were you more tied to, Cap or Iron Man? Well, um, at first I thought I was Iron Man, but I really like Chris Evans' portrayal of... Agreed. I love, I love the way that he portrays him with, like, that sense of, like, he's, like, not only, like, a super soldier, but, like, super, like, in, like integrity like kind of kind of guy you know i don't know i, I feel like the cool. traditional captain america would be like how joss whedon portrayed him i'd be like i am captain america and yeah, yeah i can't do anything wrong and and then you kind of kind of like a super masculine super like, masculine yes. 
kind of like robotic in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like I know what I'm doing. And then with uh, after starting with uh, the Winter Soldier, it's kind of like he had to like question everything with him. Like Shield shut down, and so he had to question mm-hmm. like his patriotism. He had to question what was right and wrong. Yeah, you know. And then like when he at the end when he had to fight Iron Man, it was because like. Oh, well, you're talking about Civil War. Now I'm talking Civil War. Yeah, okay. Now, now I'm moving to Civil War. So. Yeah. And then, like, he had to fight Iron Man, and he's like, well, he's trying to kill my friend. And Tony has a good reason to kill Bucky. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he killed his dad. Well, he killed his dad. I mean, it wasn't Bucky. It was the Winter Soldier. The Winter's technically, yeah. But, but still, yeah. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> like, Do you know what they're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> slash, I have no idea. Slash, at the end of Endgame, was it just me, or did anyone else think that that was a Joe Biden cameo for a second? Oh wait! When Captain America oh, comes yeah. back, I was like, "Joe, Joe Biden, is that you, <laughs> Joe? He's the new like, Cap." No, I, I don't think I will. Slash, I, I really just I all politics aside, I just want to bring Joe B- Biden back for a few days so we can get Biden memes back because yes. that was the greatest point in my life was yeah, that this dude. history of like the great Joe, Joe Biden memes. Yeah, like Obama telling like, "Dang it, Joe." Yeah, or yeah. like. Rubbing someone's back. Yeah, or like I, I, I hit all the remotes on Trump, like all those kind of little <laughs> yeah, petty, petty yeah. things that he put in there and stuff like that. I was like, I miss these memes. What strikes? What, okay, so I guess I'll I'll delve this far into politics. But um, what strikes me as funny is like I think Joe Biden actually would win a lot of the independent slash like people that lean a little bit to the right, I feel like they would actually vote for Joe Biden over Trump. I think they would. That's kind of my, that. that's my take on it because he's not, he he's not a, a lot of moderate. people like that. They wouldn't see him as like a pussy liberal kind of thing, which is like what they all, they, they would see him as kind of like a man's man. Who's a Democrat, you know, he's and they would, they would get behind that. He's that's kind of what moderate. I think. Sure. Yeah. Too. You know, I still moderate. want to watch him and Trump just fight. Oh, right. They, it would be yeah, they were going to actually... Like a, physical like a fist, fist fight. fight. They, yeah, they were, like, threatening each other. Yeah, they, and then they were just Twitter. like, you know, women are, are too emotional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. was, like, the best joke <laughs> yeah. there. It's like, women are too emotional to run for president. <laughs> right. Man. But, uh, no, I, I I love watching, like, street fights of just regular people. Not, like, professional athletes, just... but, like, just regular people fighting. Yeah. Is that one of those rabbit holes you've gone down on YouTube? Oh, yeah, definitely World yeah, Star fights. Go. Oh, wor- yeah, World Star. I like watching the... Uh, the emo guys fight from uh, <laughs> just raw XD and my girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Type that on my girl's MySpace. <laughs> yeah, get off my girl's MySpace. Dude, I love yeah, I, I love watching just regular because it's just more passion. It's more passion, but they but they don't have the strength. They're all skinny. <laughs> the strength, yeah, the strength is not there, but makes up for it in passion. Yep. Dude, one time I saw a fight. It was like in a Mexican restaurant. One guy threw one of those baby seats. At restaurants have at a guy oh, yeah. caught him with one hand. No, it was being thrown pretty hard, and then he just threw it down. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. It was it was pretty insane. I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know it's time to just get out. Did that yeah. guy leave as soon as that guy caught? I would have just <laughs> left. I'm like, I'm like Jesus, Jesus I'm Christ, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> I'll pay for your check. I'm out. So back to the music. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so um, you're working on a new album right now? Yes. So. Um, what if we had a release date? What would you say that is? I I don't know. Uh, hopefully through the summer we get everything recorded. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. late fall. Our goal is to get everything recorded as best as possible. But so. also at the same time, anything I released before I just did it on my own. Like we would like to release through a publisher that 
we can establish a good relationship with and actually help us get this stuff connected to people that like would really enjoy it mm -hmm. so and that's a new process to me so um, I don't know if you guys I don't think y'all have experience with that either maybe I'm wrong but no not, not so I, we're new to that but I'm excited about that I think that's gonna be mm -hmm. a, a good next step yeah. for all of our you know experience with the music world yeah for sure for sure definitely makes sense to me but yeah um the trick is to get people to like your stuff. That's the yeah. Right. Like it. <laughs> yeah, we or like the, it. I think so. That's a yeah, start. Yeah, I feel like right. the the first step is liking your own music. Right. And you look like an asshole who's listening to your own music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but true. I definitely do that. Like you spend a lot of time oh, writing yeah. a song, recording a song, yeah. all the money you put into it. I jam to those tunes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the trick. Me and my um, mom. We, we jam to those tunes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes my dad gets in. <laughs> yeah. My grandma. Just... Grandma's too. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They listen. You ever, just... you ever write music you think, like, your parents won't like? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> if All they the do, time. is that good or bad, you know? Yeah, I know. That's the, that's the real trick. Yeah, I think that's that's the hard part for me is, like, my, my dad is, like, a musician, so... If he doesn't like the music, sometimes that's like a that almost flag. feels like oh shoot! Like he's yeah. he made a career out of this and he doesn't like this. Like that sucks, you know. Have you played yeah. him any of our stuff? Well, I mean, he's been he's at pretty much all of our stuff. I'm, yeah. Well, I guess I was and he does like think it. About our he, new he, stuff. He, it's not yeah. that he hates our music, but yeah. Oh, he doesn't hate it. It's a good start. Yeah. No. But it's like, encouraging. <laughs> I get I get that feeling. My dad has at least been like objective as far as like yeah that's not my style, but I think this is cool. He did a good job with For it. Sure. But yeah, he'll my, t he'll tell me straight off like that. Yeah, Scott, that's horrible. You need to work on that. These yeah. these guys come from like serious musician mm -hmm. families, um, which I don't like. It doesn't matter what I do. My mom, my grandma, like they're gonna be. Oh, this is so great, Andrew. This is this is yeah. Good my stuff. parents are like that too. Yeah. You know, so like, which I appreciate. I love that. I love having supportive family. Um, but at the same time can't really you have to get someone to actually judge it yeah no it's it. true like there's been times where i've played a set and my dad's been there and i'll come off stage and i'm feeling great and my dad would be like mm, that wasn't it <laughs> yeah. that, that, and that's good though that wasn't good and i'm like it sucks to hear in the moment but like Makes it's me. great mm -hmm. to hear because i'm like well your word carries some weight to it so i'm gonna go figure out what i did wrong you know trying yeah. to make it feel better next and time and then you know when he says that was a great show that it was like oh yeah i really nailed it yeah yeah, you, you actually I mean? that sinks you in. You believe it, yeah. yeah. My dad, sure. my dad's like, "Oh, I like that song. Are you gonna sell it to someone?" I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> I love that too." Though that's a good one. So like, you gonna sell this one to someone? I'm like, I don't know. If someone wants it, they can use it. Yeah, <laughs> that's not what music's about, Dad. You it's about the heart behind the you song. You gonna sell yourself? <laughs> Sorry, never mind. <laughs> I do a lot of co-writes, so that's the that probably like changes with my dad. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I love I love that. Just like, are you gonna sell it to someone? I'm like. I don't know. Someone wants it. I was just gonna keep it as mine. <laughs> right. Uh -huh. Someone wants to record the version. They can go ahead. Yeah. Cause I get paid either way. I get it either way. <laughs> mm-hmm. You gotta get someone famous. That's the right. trick. Just like, yeah. oh, did you write one of like the good songs on that album? No. No, I wrote <laughs> just that. one of them. Just right. one. See, I, I guess that's one thing. Being in Nashville, obviously, this is Music City, USA. There's a lot of co-writing, a lot of songwriting going on. Mm -hmm. Where songs get written and sold. My favorite bands growing up were always the bands that like wrote their own songs. Yeah. You know? So and I love when there's a lead singer on stage who either wrote it or co-wrote it with his band members who like lived the experience that he's yeah. singing about. And there's just something extra about that, you know. Like U.S. currency used to be backed up with gold, you know, and I think that's like the equivalent 
in songwriting is the person performing it wrote it mm-hmm. from their own personal experience. Um, yeah. So uh, nothing wrong with yeah. co-writes and you well, know pre- singing someone else's song. Like that's also good and has its place. But I think what we've done so far is like we've written everything mm-hmm. that, we, that we're doing. And I, I, I'm like proud of that. Yeah, because everything on that live album was like a true story. Yeah, like that came from a real thing, you know. Yeah, and I think in like the second song, "Prettiest Girl," I think I even said in the recording, like this song is a true story. Yeah, that's and true. Yeah, you it. did say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um I like to think about it more as like the producer, if one person's like more of a producer, because I have a lot of like theory and writing background, uh-huh. like music wise, and so like I like to work with people who like don't necessarily have that but have like a lyrical idea good because a lot of times if like you know when you first start writing a song or like you write like a verse that's like too long and then like a weird chorus so like mm-hmm. if you help them like organize that sure and then help them so i always like i always tell people like i write with you not for you mm-hmm. so yeah definitely i try to like stay some co-writes i've been doing lately it's been very uh i'm just behind the computer making this music and then they're writing all the words because there's one one guy i've been around with i'm like I'll finish writing music, but okay, so let's get to the words. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I think I got everything. I'm like, cool. <laughs> right. Nice. Yeah. Let's do it. That's cool. Let's record a take. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you guys don't do co-writes with anyone here? Or haven't um, yet? I Well, I've done a, like a little bit of co-writing, mm-hmm. a couple of friends. I released this Christmas EP last... Uh, Did you do All I Want for Christmas last... with Mariah Carey? Yeah, that was... That was okay, me. good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like, I really like... I don't want to hear anyone's Christmas album... Unless they do that song. Unless it's got on it. And I, I say that. Actually, I wrote a song. The girl who I made this record with, she wrote a song. And then we did... So, actually, I guess we didn't co-write. We both wrote a song ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then we did, like, a mashup of a couple of classic Christmas songs. Um, I, was trying, I don't think I've done, like, a lyrical co-write since I've been in Nashville. It's just... Hmm. I don't think. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not much of a songwriter, so I haven't done much of that. It's been mostly just, like, collabing with you guys and bands and stuff, you know? Yeah. So... Just adding the rhythm. So no, I, I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I so long story short, no. I have a friend, Micah. My friend Micah, when he listens to this, um, he likes to like tell like you know like you're talking to your friends and they're telling you this big long story about something that happened to them, and then like he'll say long story short like five times in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> long story short, this is still a long story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or someone's been talking for an hour, and so by the time I was three years old, I was like. Jeez, this life story sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear someone telling their life story like this story sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Can we fast forward to the good part? Yeah. Or to the end? Yeah. To the end game. Has anyone ever told you you suck while you're playing on stage? Um. They've insinuated it with the lack of interest. Yeah, right, right. I've. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like you should expect that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's like being they polite say it with at least. Their faces. I've told myself I suck while I'm playing. I suck. One yeah. time I was playing a show, I was like, oh, I'm gonna play one more song, and then someone in the crowd. I like remember this a while from a while ago, and then this woman was just like, "Thank God you suck." <laughs> I was like, God, "Damn it!" Wow, yeah, that's aggressive. That was yeah. That was pretty. That's mean. That was pretty rough. That was a rough day. <laughs> Man, for sure. That was a we- that was a my second weirdest show. Yeah. What's your first weirdest? <laughs> um. This guy, oh man, that's a long story. So, um, <laughs> it's a long story short. <laughs> we're good. I, it's all, I have all the recording time I have. Um, so basically, it was going to the show, and I didn't. This guy was who was making the show, set it up like three months in advance, 
which is very weird for how small and how no one was there. <laughs> and yeah. he's just like, oh, yeah, um, just like, let's get you on. It was like June or something like that. And then like it wanted to show like late August, early September, something like that. I'm like, OK, so typically when you walk into a music venue, um, you kind of like bring a little bit of your stuff in. And they're like, oh, are you Sam? I'm like, yeah. And then, like, you know, you meet the promoter or the person who set it up. It's like, cool. And then they'll tell you the gist of everything that's going on. And I'm like, I carried my stuff. No one was coming up to talk to me because someone usually does a little bit of research to know who you are. Right. So I'm like, okay, let me just go ahead and bring all our stuff in. So I brought all the stuff in. Still no one's talking to me. Like, I'm setting up right next to the sound guy just, like, trying to pop all my stuff. And then eventually I go up to this one guy. His name was, like, James. I'm like... Hey, are you James? He's like, yeah, who's asking? And I'm like, um, I'm Sam. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, then, <clears throat> and so then I'm like, oh, Sam, hi, I'm James. And then we're like talking about what's going on in the show. And he's like, oh, and by the way, I'm blind. Oh. And I didn't know that the entire All time. Right. <laughs> he was just like sitting behind a board or something like that. And so like that happened. And then, wow. you know, I played my stuff and the artist before me played her stuff. And then he's like, we need both artists back on stage. And I'm like, we didn't realize it was a ra- it was being streamed on the radio. Whoa. <laughs> and so we answer this Q&A. And my friend Micah, I think we just talked about him before. And he was um, he was in the audience. And then he was just like, this is like a random question. It's like, what, what's been your uh, best moment on stage? And I was like, well, my, me and my friend Micah over there were looking at, oh, I was calling him big guy the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so, like yeah, when me and big guys took, looked at each other while I was playing and we winked at each other and it was pretty magical. So like, what was the worst moment that ever happened on stage? It was like when me and big guy were winking at each other. It was pretty magical. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like super weird. And then eventually we left. But like there was like my friends and then the other artists like manager mm. and then like five people sitting at the bar not looking at us at all. Mm. <laughs> Have you ever played so, that show to like two or three people that's like half my shows yeah yeah all our shows are secret shows yeah (laughs) those are the practice shows yeah here's not as bad though i feel like no 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 um it's really not like you it's you can usually the crowd at least the minimum you want to be there right at least yeah so at least five yeah let me like (laughs) low standards (laughs) i mean not anyone in the audience like you suck (laughs) yeah just a nice audience just one just one more decently friendly but, uh, yeah, that was the weirdest show. Do you guys have a weird show story? Uh, I had a bass player break his leg during a show. Oh, nice. And that we, wasn't, we had to stop. That wasn't us. That was a previous. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is, this is an older band. And we we actually had a decent turnout at this show. Um, it was like it was kind of like a like sell tickets to get on stage kind of thing. Um, but we actually had some good success with selling tickets, which, like, doesn't happen a lot if you guys know what that's like like pay to play shows usually suck and um sure. but we actually had some good success so we got on stage we're rocking it and like the second song i see him go down like he falls um and i was laughing i just kept playing i thought it was like just a funny moment he like just fell and then <laughs> i get up and look and his legs just crooked like oh. sideways i was like oh my god <laughs> So we had to literally stop the show and an ambulance came and picked him up and did, did you guys continue bassless or was no, that no, it for we y'all? St- the whole show stopped. Like no other bands played that night. Everyone went home. Thanks to Dang. your bass player. Yeah, he, yeah. Did he try to make some kind of move on stage and just he was kind of like up, doing or? this rock back and forth thing? But he just had bad knees and just it literally just broke. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. It's crazy. That yep. Dude, that sounds brutal. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the. 
I felt like such a dick too because I just kept playing and I was laughing at him and he's like on the floor writhing in pain. And I'm like, oh he, my was God. he not playing? Or? He fell down and we. It took us a little bit to notice. The bass player is always the butt of the joke in the band. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. We're like, we're like, oh, Dylan, come on, get up, <laughs> come on, and then come on, yeah. Dylan, play your part correctly. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Come on, Dylan. We pay. We're Just paying. You broke your leg. Doesn't mean we're paying hundred dollars an hour on the studio, Dylan. Let's play <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the the guy from Foo Foo Fighters? Oh yeah, Dave. Bro, he broke his leg. He broke his leg. Didn't did he like go to the hospital, get something put on it, and come back? And continue the show. I guess or something, something, like, something that. like that. Wow. So tell your bass player to get it together and be like Dave Grohl. Yeah, suck it up. Make I would have at least like try to keep going. Just sit there. Mm-hmm. Unless I was like singing. That's a little different. Just yeah. chill on the floor playing bass, just staring <laughs> right. at the ceiling. Maybe if I don't move, it won't hurt. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. I feel like that's. Uh... It was it was pretty insane. I mean, like, can I just sit down and finish the show? Yeah, yeah. I just like the idea. He's like, ah, ah, and everyone's yeah. just laughing at him. But what was funny is it was a metal show, so I just imagined people in their head just being like, oh, that's metal, bro. <laughs> like, right. Broke his leg on stage. It's awesome. Yeah. So let's open this pit up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's one many. It was a, it was like, venue owner. He's like, hey, can you guys keep it pretty chill? Um, everything's a little expensive here. Band on stage. Let's open this pit up. The venue owner's just like dead face. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd have to hate uh, metal shows. That's uh, yeah. Metal shows are so. It's brutal. a different breed, but I kind of miss going to them all the time. To be honest, so yeah. <laughs> Dude, that I could was be never fun. a mosher, but I was always like at the front where everyone's getting squished, and I was like pushing around and like jumping up and down. Like that was always. Where I always I was hate at. the one guy who's like trying to crowd kill. It's just like yeah. Well, dude, so many times whenever a breakdown was about to hit, like this kid would just come flying out of the back and just would land on top of me. This happened like two or three times and I'm like, I've got like someone on my back and he's just like yelling at the band. Does it count that I've been to a Breaking Benjamin Three Days Grace concert? Does that count as metal? I don't think it counts as metal, but it's probably the same kind of crowd. Yeah, it's the same kind of crowd. It is. Yeah. That's, okay, yep. That's the only metal show I've ever been to then. Nice. Breaking Benjamin, Three Days Grace, um, Seether, and Skillet opened up. Dude, we may have gone to the same tour i remember going to that show too oh, yeah? when i was a kid yeah i was in charlotte were you here in nashville yeah yep probably like dude i met either like when i i interned at blackbird and they were there at oh the same cool time. They're really cool guys nice yeah they seem like it they seem real down yeah they seem cool i don't know if any of the rounds are very good anyone anymore, that does but... a george michael cover oh yeah is yeah i only know that one see their song the really sad one careless whisper no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh it was like uh um, yeah, it's like half acoustic or something like that. Yeah, how does it, what's, what um, is it? I'm trying to think of. I, I haven't listened to them in so long, man. I can, I can hear the guitar part in my head, but I can't get to the vocal. Anyway, yeah, the, the, number, the number one Seether song that's really sad. It's good <laughs> jam. Number one sad Seether song. Are you looking it up right Yeah, now? I'm looking it up right now. Give us a little what's line. The, is it with, it's the one with Amy Lee. He's like, yep. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm broken. Yeah, that's that's uh, broken. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I remember that now. Yeah. No, I was singing "Arms Wide Open" by Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional middle school Andrew loved that song. Dude, Creed's not that bad. Bro, I. <laughs> so all right, so I feel like Creed they get a bad rap, obviously, mm-hmm. and it's about the same as Nickelback. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they're kind of yeah, the they're same kind of the same days. band in that sense. Yeah. yeah. I w- one I know the lyrics to all the songs of both bands. 
And, <laughs> and dude, you, you look like Chad Kroger. I literally got hired at Apple, I think, because the guy that hired me thinks I look like Chad Kroger. So from the day he hired me, he referred to me on the radio, through the store, in person. It didn't matter. I was Nickelback. Leahy looks like someone who would listen to Nickelback. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Sure. He also knows all the lyrics to all the songs, but yeah. like anytime I'd walk into the store, he'd be like, hey, Siri, play Nickelback. Ha, ha, ha. He, he does that. <laughs> he loves to do that backstage. Oh, like if he's getting ready, ready to just work just up. Popped up. If he's getting ready to like leave, he'll, he'll leave that on the rip. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> this was 100% an accident. I said, like, what did I say? Or was it? I don't know. You said, hey, Siri, and, and something about Nickelback. And then, boom, and Nickelback starts sudden. playing. That's hey, crazy. I, so I saw Creed in 2008. That's awesome. And that actually legit was one of the best shows I've ever been to. <laughs> I thought it was great. I think so. Creed's pretty good. Just Scott Stapp's kind of a dumbass. He, he, a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. But uh, anyways, we should probably wrap up. But okay. I always like to ask one more question before cool. we wrap up. Tell no me uh, Sarah Huckabee sexual fantasy questions. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me your best drunk story. Doesn't have to be you. Oh, it can you say be drunk else. story. Drunk. Oh, it can, drugs can be involved too. So, okay. So going back to me being a lightweight, um, and what you were talking about, like being a lightweight, trying to drink with heavyweights. Um, I was trying to like prove myself. I was like seventeen or eighteen. So I went and shotgunned, like, three beers with a friend, like, just back to back to back, like, all in the same sitting. Um, and that's, I can't handle that. Like, that's not, that's not what Bobby can do. So I came in and sat down on the recliner, and I woke up on the toilet with people taking pictures of me at a party uh. and stuff drawn all over my feet. So Nice. I don't think yeah. I've ever heard that story. It's cool. Well, it's now you heard it. Yeah. So Awesome. And it's documented first time documented. I got to hear your story. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I you blacked out, but you still woke up at the same party. I I blacked out and woke up with more people there, and they were all taking pictures. You attracted more people yeah. to the yeah. party. Like the party got more party. lit when you blacked out. Yep. <laughs> Apparently, they said I blacked out and started drooling all over myself. Oh, nice. so, yeah, it was real attractive. So You're a good-looking guy. You ever just pieced your night back together after you blacked out? I... I never did. I kind of just left it where it was. I was like, well, I woke up with penises drawn on my foot, so... When I was in college, it was, like, right before I graduated, like, I blacked out, and I apparently went to a bar where my friend was a bartender at, and apparently I did this two other another time, too, and so, like, this was, like, the third time, and then, so I blacked out, apparently went to that bar, I'm like, I didn't know you worked here! <laughs> and then the one time I actually remembered it, I like, oh, hey, I didn't know you worked here. It's like, you've come in here like two other times and said the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, oh I did go here that one night. <laughs> you want to go next, guy? Yeah, if you have one. Sure, yeah. I bet me and my buddies, we used to do this thing. We'd get a cabin like, you know, once a year and we'd go up there for like a weekend. And I, it was, this was out of good intentions, but it's like really funny looking back. And like, I had too much to drink, so I just wasn't like, obviously thinking really clearly and they were going to make a pizza and I was going to go to bed and I'm like oh these guys have had too much to drink they're going to burn the place down so I decided that I was going to unplug the stove and I went upstairs and I went to sleep well I come to find out the next morning I didn't unplug the stove I unplugged the Wi-Fi and everyone was wondering why because there's no <laughs> cell service there's no cell service up there so they're trying to figure out why their texts won't go through and uh, Scotty <laughs> nice. unplugged the Wi-Fi to save the day. They, we He's didn't just burn like the house down. Cuddling the router as he goes yeah. to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I'll always take care of you, Wi-Fi. <laughs> no one Does else can have the pizza turn out. 
I don't know. I went to sleep. Um, I, I would I would assume it was. It didn't burn down. It didn't burn down either. So I mean, like all things considered, I think it was successful. Yeah. Nice. You know. Well, so I've never been drunk. I don't think. I the most I've had a drink in my. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? I was like, I've never drank. I'm like, oh. I, the most I've ever had in my life, I drank four beers one time, and. Um, I, I laughed a lot, so I was certainly tipsy, but I have no good drunk stories because I don't, I don't think I've ever been drunk. There you have it. Um, yeah, sorry. To All right. Yeah, 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 maybe I should have gone first. You can talk about a friend if you want to. I don't care. Do you ever um, have to take care of a really drunk friend? Anybody puking in the back the of your car? The friend, like, my, like, hanging out, growing up, drinking wasn't, like, I think. I can count on one hand the number of times I had alcohol before I was 21, and... Probably on both hands, the number of times I've drank since then. Like, yeah, I just, I've not drank a lot. Mm. Yeah. Some so. things have to change, I think. <laughs> mm, is that like a prereq to making in the music world? Is you have to, no, I just thought drunk stories? It uh, makes, uh, makes your songwriting more credible. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, that explains mm. a lot. <laughs> you, you can't be in yet. You gotta, you gotta have it's a good like, drunk story. It's like if I quit songwriting, then my alcoholism. Doesn't have anything to lean against. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I mean, that's sad, but it's very true. Like that's kind of where you see people go with it. But yeah, yeah. I I mean, I'll, I'll just try to give a story. So um, when I was 19, I was living at the beach for two months, and my buddy who was living with me had just started like trying dip. So this is probably the yeah. most significant substance story mm-hmm. I have. Is we were fixing the deck up on my it was my grandparents' beach house. So we're like rebuilding the deck. It's kind of our way of saying thank you for letting us stay at the beach for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're out there. We're hammering away. We're sweating. It's hot. It's like 95 degrees outside. And I tried dip for the first time in my life. And it was like maybe 60 seconds into dipping plus sweating and working that all of a sudden the world is spinning. And I'm laying on the on the deck and the whole world is spinning. And I can't even stand up. So <laughs> that's the coolest substance story I have. All so, of dips. Yeah. You were almost yeah, I remember my first time trying dip. Um, it was kind of like that. It was I just had a big meal, <laughs> which was not a good idea. Right. So, so like I I put it in my lip and I'm like, okay, okay, and then like you start getting the rush. I'm like, oh, I see why people do this. Okay, and then it just keep. Then they're like, hold on, wait a minute. Why does it keep going? Right. It's like the, yeah. that rush you get. Like it just kept intensifying. Right, right, right. You're like, okay, I can stop now. Like, wait a minute, hold on. It's not stopping. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, get that can, out of me. That's funny. Uh-huh. So I think I, my friend was like into like the harder dip, I guess. I don't know if that's a proper term. The hard dip. It's these redneck Kansas yeah. boys. You, yeah, I'll tell you man. what, man. Yeah. <laughs> what, no pouch, was it? Yeah. No, he's like, I, d- I did the pouches. <laughs> I did so that in class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would always have it in class, and the teacher would bust me on it. I, but. I did do long cut once, and that was my getting sick story. Long, long so cut. Maybe you watched uh, Seinfeld? No. Okay. It's the greatest TV show ever, oh, apparently, yeah. but I've never watched oh, it. Oh, I watched every episode like 30 uh, times. You know that? Nice. You know where George, like, like, wants to get, doesn't want to be with Susan anymore, so he just starts yeah. smoking and he's just, yeah. like, coughing, like, yeah. <coughs> he's just, like, <laughs> right in the apartment. She's like, I didn't know you smoked. It's like, well, yeah, but I'm not quitting. <laughs> he's, like, dying. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's someone who's, like, never smoked in their life. Right, right. <laughs> right, yeah. All right. Oh, well, so let's wrap it up. I think we're. You said that like 15 minutes ago. 
Yeah, <laughs> it happens a lot. We're like almost an hour and a half, and then now we're going to be like, what are you releasing like five-hour episodes? Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought we're cool. And so uh, where can we find all your socials at? Yeah. Um, right, like we're just doing one at a time. So right now we're on Instagram, at Andrew and the Apple. Um, we'll probably get a Facebook one mm-hmm. up One of these soon. days. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep, that's it. Andrew and the Apple. That's our, our one social media account right now. And you got a website too. Uh, Andrew and the Apple dot com. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and are you guys on Pornhub too? <laughs> did, did you tell don't him? Shh, don't we, we don't, we don't, we don't talk yet. about that. Shh. <laughs> so so not on S- secret identities. Not on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, anyways, well, thank you guys for coming on. Come back anytime you want. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, no problem. And you can find more shows like this one at shwaymedia.com and more of me at samschweglermusic.com. I don't know why I'm like, looking at you guys when I'm telling you this. <laughs> but like always, everyone, let's stay awesome. Awesome.